Welcome to the Voice Skills Workout Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Hill. We got Alexa, we got Google. Let's get the show started. Hey guys, how you doing? Welcome here to the Voice Skills Workout Podcast. Kevin Hill, I have a special guest. Keisha Williams is an award-winning software engineer with 20 years of experience in the uh, software category. And I really like to give my guests the chance to introduce so they can introduce themselves because I can't do them justice. So Keisha, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing great now that I'm talking to you, getting this information. And <laughs> and tell us about, uh, tell my viewers a little, or my viewers, I'll edit that out. Tell my listeners, that's that video production part coming through. <laughs> tell my listeners about yourself. Sure. So my name is Keisha Williams. I've been in IT for 20 plus years and I've been coding ever since high school. And, you know, back then I didn't call it coding. I just called it playing with the computer. Mm -hmm. But I was exposed at a a very young age to technology. So when it was time for me to go away to college and make a decision about what I wanted to do with the rest of my life, I already had a love for computers and technology. So I came, I grew up in South Carolina and I came to Georgia and I went to Spelman College and there I majored in computer science and mathematics. And I've just always had this love for technology. So when I graduated from Spelman, I started working at McKesson Information Systems doing web development. And from there, I worked various other places like the NSA, Delta, the U.S. Air Force. I currently call the IT department of Chick-fil-A here in Atlanta home. And so I still do web development. So that's been a major theme throughout my 23-year career. So I use Java, Angular, Spring, and I mainly build web applications that run in a web browser. But I also get to dabble and play around with a lot of the cool emerging technologies like machine learning, artificial intelligence, facial recognition, IoT, augmented reality. And so for me, it's just an exciting time to be in technology because things are changing at such a rapid pace, um, which there's never a dull moment. So that's a little bit about me. Nice, nice. Now, you are deeply entrenched in the IT world, but some of my viewers are not. So I have this love for the voice technology side of it. And just tell me a little bit about, do you, how do you feel about voice technology? I know that goes hand in hand with all the other, the, the new emerging stuff that you've talked about with the machine learning and AI, which basically voices AI to me personally. But right. tell me, how do you, uh, how did you come about the voice world? Well, for me, voice technology is it's just the coolest thing because being able to talk to a computer and have it understand you and hold a conversation with you. I mean, for me as a technologist, it just doesn't get any better than that. And like you said, when I think about artificial intelligence, voice technology is that because, like I said, you're holding a conversation with a computer and it understands you. And so, like I said, it's just just the coolest thing ever. Nice, nice. 
Now, I know that you have been involved with, the reason why I know about you is from uh, Amazon doing a cover story on you about the app that you made, which is uh, Live, Plan, Eat. Yes. Which is, explain what Live, Plan, Eat is for the uh, listeners. Sure. So the name, it's basically a wordplay from the movie Eat, Pray, Love with uh, Julia Roberts. I thought that would, it would be a cool name to call it Live, Plan, Eat. But basically it's an app or a skill that runs on the Alexa um, voice service. And so for me, I work a full-time job. I have three children and a husband. And so my days are always hectic. There's never a dull moment. And as a technologist, I wanted to use technology to make my life easier. And so I always joke, I have an 11-year-old daughter. She just turned 11. An 11-year-old daughter, and she goes to the after-school program. Mm -hmm. And it's like every day when I pick her up from school, her first question is, what's for dinner? (laughs) And (laughs) most times I'm like, I have no idea what I'm cooking today. And so I'm like, what if I could use Alexa to help me plan out the family meals? And so that's really where live the idea for live plan eat came about and so now whenever my daughter asks me what's for dinner i'll say ask alexa and so with live plan eat like i said you can plan out your weekly uh, meal plans for breakfast lunch dinner and snack and i've loaded a lot of my uh, family favorite recipes and so i can use voice technology to plan out what i'm going to cook Um, And then there are recipes. And so it really is just a way to make my life easier. Nice, nice. And I started using it last week because I'm I'm the cooker in the family. I do all the cooking here. So and and you as you know, busy, you're you're doing everything and you have to cook and you have to think about what you're going to cook. And that's where I was like, okay, let me give it a try to see if it will at least get me the meal plan a little bit better, which Mm -hmm. I haven't got it yet. <laughs> I get I'm in this realm of trying to eat a, a raw kind of natural diet, but the rest of the family wow, is not having it. I was just it. doing that too. Really? Yeah, I was Did you get for, buy-in? For Lent. Well, from from my husband because we were pescatarian, so basically a vegetarian okay. yeah. that eats fish. Exactly. But for for Lent, we decided to go vegan. And it was difficult. But, you know, even though Easter has already passed, I'm still trying to do the vegan diet. And so, like, all of my old recipes will not work. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm trying true. to come up with new recipes. <laughs> well, good luck on that. If you get you yeah. some good ones, let me know, because I'm still uh, uh, searching for some myself. Um, I sure will. But uh, but use your, your app, and it's and right now I, I enjoy it. I just have to get, and it's just like anything in voice technology. You have to get in the act of voicing what you're thinking. And that, to me, is what the big kind of curve with people using this stuff is. You have to, I'll, I'll, for example, I'll walk into my den. I have all my lights on everything, and I'll say, you know, turn the, I'll say, I'm in the den, but I'll say, turn the living room on. And it's like stupid. You're you you have to be wired in your mind because you're mm-hmm. not used to this technology of speaking this way. Right. And so when you when did you get your first Alexa or your first 
a voice assistance of any. I'm assuming it's an Alexa, but I could be wrong. Yeah, so that was probably two years ago. Okay. Yeah, just about two years ago, I purchased the uh, my first Echo device, and I really had a lot of fun. You know, at first, I just used it to play music. Mm-hmm like most people probably do. But then I thought about it, you know, as I'm a technologist. Mm -hmm. So how can I use this to make my life easier? And so because I have a background in programming, I wanted to just get in there and play around and learn how to build apps or skills for the device. Exactly. And that's what I want people out here to know is that, you know, it's, it's, it's right now it's kind of kitschy, but it really does. Once you get it down, it makes your life at least tries to make your life convenient, more convenient because we're all running here, there and the other. If you can get something to give you a couple minutes here, or 30 seconds here, that all adds up in a day. So it I really does. So I think it's a real good idea for people who, you know, who, who want you know, this is a future. You were talking about you, you like to tinker with computers and talk to computers. One of my favorite uh, movies is 2001 A Space Odyssey. And that is all a computer, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Commanding the whole movie. I also love the Jetsons. Like I say, this in my first podcast. That's how, what kind of, when this voice technology came out, I was really intrigued because that was my childhood. That was right. You know, right. Mine too. I sat there every Saturday or every afternoon, every Saturday morning and watched the Jetsons. And then when I was in, into movies and stuff like that, 2001 A Space Odyssey just blew me away. Um, right. And I can tell you, like for me, Alexa is definitely the computer from Star Trek. <laughs> Okay. So if, if you remember Star Trek, they they talked to the computer. Exactly. And it's so funny. Amazon recently allowed allows um, users to change the the wake word. So before, like now, you can say Alexa or you can say Amazon. Mm-hmm. Now they've added a few new wake words. And so I changed my wake word from Alexa to computer. <laughs> ah, nice. <laughs> and now there's it's a funny joke, but whenever I um, wake up the computer, I can say, computer, beam me up. And then she plays the, like the, the, the sound clip from Star Trek. <laughs> and she's like, I don't know where I'm sending you, but I hope it's someplace warm and sunny. Okay. So, wow. Yeah. Nice. So <laughs> on that, and is that the only skill that you've done? I've read in the article uh, that you've done skills for your corporation there at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> But any skills that any of the folks out here could readily get to besides uh, live, play, eat? Yeah, so I've done several other skills. There's one skill called STEM Women, and it's really just a way to highlight women doing positive things in science, technology, engineering, and math. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've done a few kid skills. So Amazon recently um, allowed developers to build skills targeted specifically for kids. Okay. And so I worked with my daughter actually to build a few skills to help with practicing math facts and expelling hard words. So that was where my daughter was in her life. And so she helped me build a few skills and then 
thought, one. I think I saw a video. I went to your YouTube page. Is that your daughter in the video? Yes. Nice. Yes, okay. Yes. Okay. Cool. She was testing the skill. Yes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, so I did a few uh, kids skills, and then my husband is from Jamaica, and so we just thought it would be hilarious if we taught Alexa how to speak with a Jamaican <laughs> accent. Nah, okay. <laughs> and, and so there, that was really one of the first skills that I created, and it's called Speak Jamaican, and so she'll say. Yeah, she'll say a few words in um, in patois, which is the Jamaican dialect. So yeah. that was a lot of fun because I just enjoyed spending time with my husband and working on the computer at the same time. Nice. I'm gonna uh, download that uh, or enable that now because uh, I love Jamaica. Me and my wife got married there, so oh, wow. that'll be fun around the house for us to. Uh, hopefully, I can get it to say spinsta. <laughs> My wife is mad because the minister kept calling her a spinster. I'm like, baby, we're in a new country. I'm sorry. That's what they call it, spinster. Oh, that is too funny. <laughs> yes. So outside of Alexa, do you dabble in um, Google um, interface with the Google Homes and stuff like that? Yes. Yeah, so I wanted to, again, just play around and learn how to build actions for the Google Assistant. And so I basically recreated the STEM Women Alexa skill um, for the Google Home device. Okay. And so that's one action or app that I've built for Google. Nice. Now, personally, which one do you like? Which ecosystem do you like better? Uh, a for personal and B for um, um, developing? That's a tough question. So from a personal, I guess, perspective, I definitely enjoy interacting with Alexa mm -hmm. better. And also because of the Echo Show, um, mm -hmm. which has the screen on it. Now, from a developer perspective, I found that building actions for the Google Assistant, that it was much easier. Mm. But um, Amazon did recently release changes to their whole skill development platform yes. that I haven't had a chance to play around with. But I bet that they've added a lot of features similar to the development platform for Google. Okay, okay, cool. You're yeah. the second person that said that the Google is a little bit easier to navigate in when it comes mm -hmm. to development. Um, yes. And I have played around with it, but not enough to even, like, comment on it yet. <laughs> <laughs> Personally, I like the Amazon um, system, ecosystem, and Google's great. I, if, Google, if you want to know something, I really go to Google. But if it's just something other than that, just a general kind of, um, interaction. I like the Alexa system better than the Google, but that's just me. But I guess I have three. I have three uh, Google Homes at the house and seven uh, Alexa, so I'm pretty much covered either way I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I've noticed that with Google, because the Google Assistant has really access to the Google search, mm -hmm. it can definitely answer any question yes. that you ask it. Whereas Alexa is a bit limited in that in that area. Yes, that's where that uh, artificial intelligence comes in. You have to like tell it a lot for it to finally give you what you want. Yes. You have to conversate with it a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so as a black woman in technology, did you're, you're, I would say, what'd you call it, a unicorn? 
<laughs> yes, that's what they say. That's what they say, yes. <laughs> but it's it's a great field to be in. So talk to me about, you know, you, you have a you championed this cause to get more black women, more women into technology. Tell me about your efforts in that. Yes, yeah, so I've been in IT for 23 years, and we all know that it's a, a male, a white male-dominated field. Mm-hmm. And that comes with, I mean, a lot of challenges. And so I look at my daughter, who she already calls herself a computer programmer. And so there are, you know, challenges, things that I've gone through that I don't want her to experience and a way to, I guess, alleviate some of the, the challenges is to increase diversity in, in the field and in the space. And so I work a lot with young children, young girls, and women to just expose them to technology. I try to be a positive role model. I mentor with a lot of different organizations geared toward increasing diversity in STEM. Mm -hmm. And so that's just something I'm very passionate about. Um, Like I said, I, I think more so about my daughter and the experiences that she will have and just trying to make small changes that I can make now so that she has a different or better experience. And so, like, there's never a dull moment. I mentor <laughs> with the New York Academy of Sciences. They have programs geared toward college, um, young women in college. I lead the Georgia chapter of Technovation, and that's a a global computer programming competition that's geared toward elementary school and middle school girls. And then I also work with an organization called WEST, and that stands for Women Entering and Staying in Technology. And it's, it targets um, early career um, women. And so just really trying to make any difference, anything that I can do to really help increase diversity in technology. Nice, nice. Now, what do you say to parents like me who have a daughter who she's not feeling STEM? What would you say to uh, to parents to how they could kind of work their children into it or at least give them something to think about when it comes to STEM if they're not really involved in it? Sure. Well, I can tell you what I've done for my children. So, like I said, I have three. I have two boys and a little girl. And my older two, they love video games, okay. as I'm sure most kids do. <laughs> and my daughter, she she likes video games, too. But what I did for with my older two, they, because they loved to play video games, I told them, okay, if you're going to play video games, then you need to learn how to build your own video games. And so they played this game called Roblox and they're behind the scenes there is a scripting language called Lua and it allows you to like build your own world, add interactions. And so I sneakingly use their love of video games to get them into computer programming. Nice. And so, you know, my daughter just kind of followed along, you know, their footsteps. So she um, she also codes, she does JavaScript. Okay. And I also, um, one Saturday out of the month, I teach what's called Hour of Code, 
um, a free class at my local library. Mm -hmm. And so I have my daughter serve as my teaching assistant. So she studies the, the programs ahead of time and she walks around and helps students as they get stuck. And so that was really my way of trying to expose her to technology, volunteerism, and really leadership. So that's what, I, what I've done with my kids to really kind of push them down the technology path. Nice, nice. I, I, and I'll, I'll piggyback on that. I, I told you earlier that my daughter is not feeling the STEM, <laughs> but she does like social media. So I told her when I started this podcast, I was like, I need to give a giveaway. And she's like, well, how many followers do you have? And I'm like, well, on my Facebook, I have probably about 50 on my Twitter, I think I have around 35. You know, I don't have big numbers. I don't have, you know, they're minuscule. But mm -hmm. she was like, well, do this, 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 and this. And so I started a Instagram for the show. And mm -hmm. I, I, in my three days of doing stuff, posting stuff, just, just figuring it out, I got three people to follow me. She came in. I did everything she told me to do. And by the end of the second day, I had like 20 people follow me. Wow. And so I told her, I said, hey, so this summer we're going to sit down and you're going to, I'm going to, they have these little classes that you can do classes here. I live in Marietta. So there's classes that you can do to teach people stuff. And I mm -hmm. said, we're going to develop a old fart class who don't know much about technology <laughs> and social media. You're going to be the teacher. I'm going to be the oh, old fart great. in the class. That's great. And she's thinking, she's ha ha ha. I'm like, no, nah, baby, I presented her with the outline the other day. So we're just trying to, to flush it out. But I'm like, okay, there's other things you can do in the technology world that doesn't involve programming. Right. right. So as long as you right. stay on the fringes of it, I'm good. Just, just do that. But don't let it all go just because you're using, you know, I don't like math. I'm like, most people don't like math. <laughs> I don't like math. Exactly. <laughs> and I don't have to use math. <laughs> you know, that's a, a big misconception is that you have to really be good in math and that you use math on a day-to-day -day basis. Really, I learned all of that math just so that I can get my degree <laughs> and I don't use any of it. Exactly. So it, it, it's a matter of just getting them over the hump and at least that is, technology is the future. It, 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 it's, it's the present. It's the mm -hmm. future, and as long yes. as you can get the kids to to recognize that and at least stay somewhere in that lane, yes, I think they'll be good. It's just a matter of you know, like I said, I I want her to realize it on her own and not me like cramming it down her throat. Well, <laughs> my kids, they already know they don't have a choice. <laughs> they are majoring in computer science, and they will thank me later. They really will. They will thank me later. <laughs> I do not doubt you in that aspect. <laughs> so, um, where and, and speaking of technology, where do you think voice and let's even take it to the artificial intelligence is headed in the next five years? Wow, I'm very excited to see where we will be. Um, from a voice perspective, I definitely see voice experiences with visuals taking off. Because now, you know, Amazon, they've released the Echo Show and the Echo Spot, and that's basically Alexa with a screen. Mm -hmm. And so I just really see that 
opening up just new ways to interact with technology. Mm-hmm. I definitely still would like the experience to be hands-free, but just how, you know, how we can use visuals with voice to just improve the whole user experience. So that's where I see voice going and artificial intelligence. Machine learning is, I mean, when I think about machine learning, I get so excited. Um, I definitely believe it's the next wave of transformative technology that's going to just change society in ways that we can't even begin to imagine yet. Um, Machine learning is used all over the place today. And I think our reliance and dependence on that technology is just going to continue to grow. Do a quick primer for the folks who don't know what machine learning is. Okay. So machine learning, really, it's it's a way where a computer, you can use a computer to make predictions about the future. So when you think about it, we all have heard the term that past performance is a good indicator of future performance. And so what machine learning does, it allows a computer to study past or historical data and then find patterns and trends in that data. So when a new data set comes in, the computer will use the patterns that it's learned to really make a prediction. And so that at the heart of it, that's what machine learning is is all about. And it's used really all over the place. It's used in like policing. There are judges and courthouses that use machine learning to, to determine if someone's going to be a repeat offender, and that helps them make a ruling. Um, machine learning is used in loan approvals. So a bank may you know, run your profile and your history through a machine learning program and the machine says, yes, give the person a loan or no, uh, don't give them a loan. Um, It's used, um, there are some machine learning programs that are really good at predicting um, certain forms of cancer long before a diagnosis. So that's life-saving. That's a life-saving use of machine learning. And so Machine learning is a very powerful technology that can be applied across a lot of different disciplines. And that's why I say it's like the next wave of transformative technology that's really going to have a huge impact on society. Wow. I know the old heads who listen to this podcast are probably freaking out right now. <laughs> <laughs> it takes the whole person out of it. And it's like, but maybe one day we'll have you back on and we'll deep dive into machine learning a little bit more. But folks, don't get don't get afraid. <laughs> it's the future. It, we'll just have to adapt. We always adapt. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and that's what I, I always say, you know, with machine learning, there still has to be some human element. So like if a machine says, no, don't give that person a loan, then a human needs to follow up and really dig deeper to see why. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, I'd love to, I can talk about machine learning all day. <laughs> <laughs> well, once I brush up on it a little bit more, I, I will definitely uh, get you back on the show. Here's a question I like to ask everybody. What is your favorite Alexa skill and why? Besides your own. besides my own well i love there's a skill called ambient sounds i use it yes i love it which one Um, do you use 
the ocean. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yes, I love the sound of the ocean. And it's funny when I play the ocean on the Google device versus the Alexa device, the Alexa device sounds so much more realistic. I mean, mm. it really sounds like the ocean. But yes. yeah, that's that's my my go-to skill. After a long day and you're going yes. to sleep, you just want to chill out. You put that on. It, it's a great yes. app, I have, a great skill, rather. I've used it many a times. My yes. wife loves it, so great. Um, is there any place, uh, first of all, anything uh, coming up on Horizon that you want people to know about? Specifically for? I, I, I open it up to everything. We talked about a lot of stuff here. I mean, if you have anything for Alexa or, or Google, that'd be great. But, you know, it's, it's your floor right now. You got the floor, so. So what's coming up? Well, specifically, I guess for me, I will be keynoting at the Alexa conference cool. in Chattanooga in January of next year. So I'm very, very, very excited about that. Not sure what I'm going to talk about yet. I have to <laughs> figure that out, but it will be Alexa related. Okay. <laughs> so that's one um, one thing that's that's coming up for me that I'm I'm very excited about. Nice, nice. And how can people, if they want to get in touch with you, or how can they follow you? What's your social media handles? All that good stuff. Sure. So, my I have a website. Um, that links really to all of my social media accounts. And it's very simple. It's www.keisha, K-E-S-H-A, there's no I, <laughs> keisha.tech. Nice. And so there it just tells a little bit about me. And then it links to like Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn. Great, great, great. Well, Keisha, thank you so much for uh, talking to us today and giving us that great information that you did. And we'll definitely keep an eye out for you. You're doing big things, so just keep it up, and uh, we look forward to hearing more from you. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me today, Kevin. No problem. I want to once again thank Keisha Williams for her time and the wealth of information that she provided to us. And if you like this information that we provide for you here at the Voice Skills Workout Podcast, please subscribe to us. We're on iTunes, SoundCloud, and CastBox. So please subscribe, interact with us on social media, on Instagram or Twitter. We love hearing from you. We love hearing how we're doing. We also love hearing how we're not doing. So please, please, let's keep in contact and communicate and let's keep this thing going. All right, you guys have a great week and we'll talk to you soon.